Welcome to episode 158 of the Whatnots Review Show, where every week we pick a story and we talk about it. This could be a movie, TV series, anime, manga, comic book, audio drama, all kinds of entertainment. We watch it, read it, listen to it, and then we come back here and we talk about it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson, and I am joined as always by Kyle Springer. Hello. I am having a, an, an interesting week. Well, I know I, I shouldn't say interesting. It's been a busy week, mm. but there's also like not been much that happened. It's just like, well, sure. Work was work, but uh, I guess that's kind of it. All, all, all I'm saying is that we uh that because it was so busy, we ended up moving the captain's log to some point later mm. today. So things are a little bit out of whack for me, even though we're recording this at our normal <laughs> time and stuff. So that's where I'm at with 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 okay. things. How are you? How has your <laughs> week been? I'm good. I'm very tired. Uh, yesterday was my fully inoculated celebration day, and I, did, I just stayed yeah. at Jack's house until midnight. <laughs> nice, nice. So I'm, I'm, I'm very sleepy. But I have a lot of coffee, and I'm here, and I'm excited to do two podcasts. I I, I have a sweet tea, like an, an extra mm-hmm. sweet pure leaf sweet oh. tea, because uh, I, I I I have to have the the extra extra. Sweet. I, I I have to have that risk of diabetes. Okay. Just hip, right? Um. But yeah, I, I was also up late last night just reading c- c- comics and stuff like that. So here we are, Melissa. What are we talking mm-hmm. about this week? This week we are talking about a movie from the year twenty twenty. One of the rare ones. This is a movie called The Kid Detective. This was written and directed by Evan Morgan. It stars Adam Brody. And the logline is a once celebrated kid detective, now 32, continues to solve the same trivial mysteries between hangovers and bouts of self-pity until a naive (laughs) client brings him his first adult case to find out who brutally murdered her boyfriend. There you go. Um... Yeah, this is an interesting one. So I'm not sure when this wrapped filming. I'm assuming it wrapped late 2019, if not early mm. 2020, because uh, it, uh, I think, debuted at the Toronto International Film Festival uh, in September and then got its release in October of 2020. OK. Uh, so it, it's released here in the United States. Um but yeah, it's still it's still weird being like, it's a movie from 2020. It's like, wait, they made those? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just Tenet. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that was the only one. Um, no, so the, the, the kid detective. Melissa, how did you hear about this film? How did you find out? Uh, I heard Adam Brody guest star on a podcast. I think he was on Comedy Bang Bang, probably, which is where I learn about most things. There you go. There you go. Uh, as as you know, I am also a big fan of uh, detective fiction mm-hmm. and stuff like this. So when when you pitched it, I was like, 
that sounds interesting. I don't I don't think I've ever really seen a similar story. I I'm I know it's out there, I'm sure, but like hey, there is this trope in detective fiction of the like the kid detective, right? And uh-huh. he's he's super smart and we I I think we've we've covered like uh Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated here on the show and, st- and mm. stuff like that and I've mentioned like detective C- C- Conan uh here on the sh- show multiple times. Uh but I don't think I've seen one where it's like let's take that character and then what happens when they grow up? Like, mm-hmm. what do they do? What do they like? Uh, you know, all of that stuff. So I, I was inter- interested in that uh, to be like, I, I wonder how it's going to be. Because I was expecting this to be, I guess, more of a comedy. Uh, yeah. It's, I, I don't know if I would really describe this as a comedy. Maybe like a dark comedy. Yeah. Uh, if anything, but I was expecting this to be a little bit more comedic. What, what, what about you? Did, did you have some expectations? <laughs> yeah, I think it is funny in a lot of points. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think it would have, I would have expected it to be a little bit closer to that scale. It hits very hard as a crime drama when that's yeah. what it's doing. I'm like, this is as tense as any other crime drama we watched on the show. Yeah. Yeah, it it doesn't hold the back, right? Um th- this this is basically his first murder case or his first like real one uh, mm. if, uh, I guess, but um yeah, like it like I I think by the name and by the premise a lot of people might be like, oh, it's going to be like Scooby-Doo, but they're g- grown up. And I've seen the live action Scooby-Doo. I know what this will be. And it's not that, not that at all. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it is a serious crime drama wrapped in a few of these like more whimsical things where they all have the like double alliteration names yeah. and the cases are like the k- case of the missing fundraiser money and like he has <laughs> n- n- names for, 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 for them mm-hmm. all and stuff like that right and it's like that stuff is funny like i i, I, yeah. I, I like that it's it's wrapped in that stuff but it is actually this like serious case so it's it's an it's an mm-hmm. interesting movie. Yeah, I, I yeah. enjoyed it. <laughs> I had a good time. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, again, without spo- spoiling things, has an interesting ending. Yes, that I was not expecting. Um, and I'm not just talking about the resolution to the case, but the way the film like actually ends. I was not ex- 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 expecting. I think it's. We'll we'll get we'll get more into it when we get into spoilers, but it was a theme that I think fit perfectly with this movie to to see what being a child detective does to you mentally. That I, I again was mm-hmm. like, oh, I yeah, yeah, appreciate that they t- 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 touched on that stuff there. So. I don't know. Good stuff. I I I I uh I really enjoyed this. I don't know if it's uh anything super special, but it's it's like a solid like high 7, low 8 
I, I feel like if, if I had to score it, right, just like... It, I can understand that. Yeah. It's solid. It's solid. Yeah. Nice, nice little underrated gem, I guess. Yeah. I guess it's only underrated because it came out a handful of months ago and it was a very right. small release. But I hope this is a movie that people watch. Uh, yeah. I watched it on Stars. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's available on Hulu and Amazon if you have stars. Uh, okay. And I, I, I'm i sure you can rent it or buy it or something on Amazon too. But yeah, that's that's where I watched it as, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I think that's kind of about it. You kind of did a synopsis at the start when, when yeah. you... <laughs> read off the thing so i i guess we don't really need to retread that mm. uh, but do you have any extra kind oh. of final pre uh, non-spoilery thoughts i will say that uh this kid detective now 32 years old he does have one uh dark serious adult case that he tried to solve when he was a, a like a middle schooler that he never could and he's been haunted by that his whole yeah, life that's... and now that he's been handed the opportunity to solve something similar he takes it very that. personally there's that dimension yeah. in it too yeah yeah um yeah good stuff go go check this film out uh melissa we are going to do housekeeping a little bit different uh, this, right. this, this, this week. We're starting something new here on all of our shows where I put together a little video since most of housekeeping is the same every week. It's just like, why, why do we need to keep saying those things? What if we record <laughs> it and make a little, yeah. little fancy video with that and that will play? Uh, so we will take a quick break for housekeeping and we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots. And we'd love it if you would check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at our $3 tier, and you can get a shout out and thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, head over to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. Uh, and we are back. Uh, so we would like to give a big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier and above. So thank you, Sam, so much for helping us out. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for supporting us for so long. Thanks. Indeed. Uh, shout out to some other cool stuff that we've done this past week. Uh, we just recorded a new thing for crossplay. But if you missed it, the week or I guess like 
two weeks ago, we did an interview with Greg Miller of Kind of Funny. He is he is he is also about to be one of the hosts of E3 2021. Uh, so if you guys are into video games at all, you guys should go check out our podcast Crossplay, uh, which is our weekly video game podcast. So go go check that stuff out. Mm-hmm. There you go. That is housekeeping and all of that stuff. So Melissa, let us get into spoilers. Go officially in spoiler territory. Uh, so if you have not seen this one, go check it out, and we'll be mm-hmm. right here. Melissa, where do you want to start with this? <laughs> I'm curious how you found this movie as somebody who is more of a a crime drama fan, and I'm more of a fan of uh, a silly cartoon yeah. trope gets turned on its head. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, I I enjoyed this a lot. I I thought yeah, the the crime story I think appears to be very simple through maybe the first like two acts the the first like two thirds of the film, but there's these revelations that kind of happen uh by the end of the second act that I I I don't want to say turn it on its head, but reveal the like darker nature of the film. Um, mm-hmm. Cause yeah, there is like the film starts with this scene of this like narration and he's like solving cases and stuff like that. But then you also get this scene of uh, this girl who's walking home from school and there's a car following her and she kind of notices and is like, huh, that's strange. Uh, and then eventually stops and is like, what do you want? But then is hesitant, but seemingly recognizes who the person is. And then mm-hmm. the narration is explaining like there was this girl that went missing and no one ever found her. And it was a case that like I couldn't solve. And I, I, mm-hmm. I just I didn't know what to do and now here i am like 36 years old and like we've all just moved on like it it, yeah um and i I like how they introduced that and then it kind of makes you forget about it (laughs) almost uh i you have that crime on your mind because it's always on abe's mind uh, yeah. This is our our hero, it's, our it's adult there. kid detective, Abe Applebaum. <laughs> yep. But yeah, you forgot that you saw that opening establishing shot. And also you don't get that in context for like 10 minutes. Like that's the first scene of the movie. And then you go and you meet child Abe and it's later. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, that was his secretary because there's this kid detective who's so successful he like he has a little detective agency out of his treehouse and then some foe of his cuts down his treehouse and the town like gives him an office in the town square and the mayor's daughter who's also in like middle school is his secretary and she's the girl who goes missing and he couldn't find her yeah 
Uh, and so he, it, I mean, he still is working on cases after 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 that you can mm. tell it's really affected him and it stayed with with him that he hasn't that there's one that he just hasn't figured out um but like i said it the, the film i think does a good job of c- kind of making you forget um mm. well, again i don't know if that's the right way to word that it's not that you forget but it's just like there's other things happening that you're focusing yeah. on that stuff because Abe gets this new ca- ca- case. It's a murder. Uh, the the woman c- c- comes in and is like, hey, my boyfriend was uh, murdered. He was stabbed to death 17 t- times. And he's like, seriously? Like, is, is this a j- 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 joke? And she's like, seriously? Like, he was stabbed 17 times. Uh, which is a little bit strange that he hadn't heard of that one. Um, no, he saw it. Like he he did see the police fishing that body out of the river. I guess he wasn't thinking about it because it seemed like, well, like you saw them getting a body out of the river. He didn't know if it was an accident. He didn't know what it was. Gotcha. Maybe he thought they had it in hand. He didn't think like this is something nefarious that is unsolved and it will become my business. Yeah, but he gets hired to solve that and so they kind of go about working on that case um and by the end of the film we we learn that this new case and the kidnapping from you know like 20 something years ago is related um and and there there is this like darker side to what is happening and yeah i i i think when when you learn that stuff in the film it's it's not necessarily a twist it is something i don't think you could have solved on your own though which yeah is kind of give or take there's a lot of detective fiction that like makes it a point to be like this is something you can solve like if, if mm. you put the pieces together uh you can do that and then there's some like detective conan where it's like how the how the hell would i have known that like like (laughs) you know uh and this isn't as bad as detective conan in that regard i think you can put it together like the instant before they say it right Um, (laughs) yeah and there is uh, I'll say that the the smoking gun of this is that Caroline was getting these origami roses in her locker that she thought was from her her deceased boyfriend, and then Abe is looking at them and he remembers, um, oh, what was the secretary's name? Like his 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 old secretary. He remembers her. She got one of those too, and he realized, oh, this is the exact same origami on the exact same paper. And like we see yeah. him rifling through all these boxes to like get at that and compare the two. And oh, when we when we first meet the secretary, we see her at her desk and her desk desk is like covered in things, just like photo frames and snacks and cute little decorations and stuff. And I wondered if maybe one Soda of these bottles. roses was planted. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. planted in there and it was like, oh, it was in front of you. Probably. You just didn't know yeah. where to look for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and so I, I guess to go ahead and spoil all, all of this stuff, it was the school principal. Uh, 
Um, mm-hmm. And that is why she kind of recognized the, the car as it pulled up and was just like, hey, this is weird. Why are you following me? Um, but yeah, that's that's who kidnapped. Uh, her name was Gracie. Grace. <laughs> yeah, okay. I just went and looked way. it up. Yeah. Um, and he's the one that did the kidnapping. And I, I, I guess to, just to continue and get things out of the way, was obsessed with her, ended up raping her and having a child uh, w- with her. But he was like, well, shit, I can't have a like a random child just pop up out of nowhere. So he left it on the steps of a church so that the child then got adopted. She grew up to be Caroline, who is the girl that hired Abe to investigate the murder of her boyfriend. That murder was also perpetrated by the principal um, because... The boyfriend was having an affair with someone he had a nude photo of, and the principal mistook that as his, uh, like adopted daughter or the daughter that he gave away, and was like, "Oh, now she's tainted, and I need to avenge her." So there's that. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's very dark, right? Yeah. Yeah, like it, 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 like in 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 the midst of like, oh, I paid her in soda pop, and like her, they all have a double alliteration names, and I've gotten the key to, to the city and stuff like that. Yeah, Free ice cr- ice cream <laughs> for life. You know, you know, it's just like, and there was this like homicide, murder, rape thing going on. I was just like, what is going on? This is mm-hmm. wild. Um, but yeah, like I, I think in that sense it is a really good case um like it is something that you would see in a movie or tv show that is that is just about some hard-boiled detective who gets put on some murder case yeah right and yeah it, it worked but it's like it's surprisingly poignant in the, this one um just with with this like hey this was a child detective and uh like how like how like again how does this affect him like how does it how does he go from like someone stole my pet or like they stole the fundraising mm-hmm. money from the, the the high school and and stuff like that to like murder and kidnapping like how how do you transition that and like the city was expecting him to do that. There was uh, there's a scene like shortly after Gracie was kidnapped where he gets a call from like some other school kid, you know, like 14 year old yeah. Abe does. And this girl's like pretty lightheartedly like, hey, I have, do you know when you're going to solve Gracie's kidnapping? Like, we all know you're going to do it. Just like hoping it'll be soon. All right. Good luck out there, Abe. Like the entire city had like pressure for you, on Abe. this kid. Like, yeah. uh, clearly you will be able to do this. And he didn't. I know it seems like uh, she was kidnapped. They never found her again in that time. I guess they just presumed she was dead. The town had to try and move on. There's still vestiges of it around. Like he sees 
There's a couple like missing posters for her, like still hung up in some storefronts. And oh, and at the end, towards the end of the movie, like when he get, sees that origami rose that Caroline had and then he remembers the one that Gracie had. He goes to his parents garage and goes through all of these boxes with all of these dates. And you realize he kept working on that case for so long. Like when we yeah. see the flashbacks, it all, you know, pretty much takes place right around when she is kidnapped. But no, for years afterward, he was still he's got boxes and boxes of all yeah. of these clues. He, he never gave up, at least for there several was, years, like trying to figure it out. There was one scene. I, I don't remember if it was in his office or like in the garage or something like that. But he does have one of those like red string. Boards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of of all of the, the stuff of 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 Gracie's like missing uh, stuff, which. Yeah, it's not it's not something that he talked about. It's not something he really mentioned. You yeah. just see it there. So it, it is this nice um, touch that like it was like he he might not necessarily be talking about it but it's still it's still there it's still important to to him it's still you know in the back of his mind um something else that they don't really mention except for this one kidnapping case it seems like he has solved every yeah. case or, or yeah, at, he at, says- at least he thinks he has yeah, uh, he, he says he has solved over 200 cases and somebody asked him once, well, how many have been murders? And I think he doesn't answer at first. And then later, somebody else asks him how many have been murders? And he says three. And I think those three are uh, Gracie's disappearance, which eventually he presumes must have resulted in a murder. The current case he's working on and this one case we see briefly in like the opening montage of him learning to be a detective where this kid's like, I saw blood on my dad's car and I want you to figure out what it is. And Abe's like, are you sure you want me to figure out what it is? (laughs) And then it shows that dad being carted away in handcuffs while the kid looks kind of wistfully out the window like, well, I knew this would have (laughs) happened. Right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Like it. It. It's oh man, this, this, this is an interesting movie. Like it, it does a lot of really, really small things really well. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, all the like montage stuff of him being like, I solved this one and I solved that one. And I solved this one is more reminiscent of Scooby-Doo and stuff like that. You know, here he is shaking hands with the mayor and stuff and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, but yeah, when he when he's hired by Caroline to solve the murder of her boyfriend, mm. one of the things he says is basically like, "Hey, are you sure you want me to look into this? Because, like, all, like no matter how simple you think the case might be, there's always secrets. There's always something mm. that comes up that you didn't know." And that is also like a a hint or like foreshadowing for us to be like, hey, there's more to this murder case than we realize. Like there's some darker stuff that's about to come Mm. out here. Um, But yeah, it like it 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 goes back and forth between the like whimsical and the like realistic darker stuff so well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. It's tough. It's tough. One of one of my favorite parts of the movie is Abe's relationship with Caroline because she is 16 years old when she comes to him and is like, somebody killed my boyfriend. I want you to solve it. I came to you once when I was 11 because somebody like stole my brooch during a birthday party and you solved that case. I want you In an to hour. do this again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I I love their dynamic. I think that's a really interesting twist. Uh, I, I was watching this movie wondering, is this like film noir or is it like detective things that aren't film noir? Because I don't want to box, like put those things together like any detective story is a film noir. So I was thinking about what defines a film noir. What does it have? Sure. What does it not have? And I think that is a genre that always has like sexual tension, a femme fatale, a mysterious lady. And to have it be like, just this innocent, wholesome, <laughs> like you know, straight A student, sixteen-year-old uh, girl hire this guy, kind of and they have like this this great working relationship with each other. I love that she is the one driving him around town to like go talk to her her boyfriend's family yeah. and his old friends. I I love that. I love that dynamic that it's not him driving around. It's her. It's the 16 year old girl in her 16 year old girl car. That's like probably just got her license. And it's like (laughs) it's like the car grandparents got her. And it's this like beige convertible. I loved the car, the specific car so much because, you know, it's like the top of the line convertible from like 1989. Uh, it's it was good once, but now it's just and it's been well maintained. It's just very obviously outdated and it's beige. Yeah, <laughs> I love is, that is, vehicle. I love the two of them driving around in it is is interesting because again, it flips back and forth between these two modes. And when it does the more whimsical stuff, it feels like it's set in like a bygone era right Mm. it feels more like it's 1950s it feels more because right he like he gets the free ice cream from the like (laughs) local shop because they Mm. he solves some mystery there she has this like convertible she is this like this straight a student that looks like she's about to go to a sock hop at like it you know at some like it goes that but then they're also in 2020 where they have like iphones and and stuff like that or yeah and it's just like it it goes back and forth between that stuff so seamlessly it's just like Mm -hmm. this is fascinating this is really neat i like i like the aesthetics of the movie a lot like looking at caroline she's got this fashion look that is contemporary like one particular thing she has is these big barrettes in her hair which has been a trend recently but she's got this fashion look that is a contemporary vintage style like she's Mm -hmm. not dressed exactly like a girl would be dressed in like the 80s or the 90s but she's dressed like how a girl would be dressed now like i mentioned yeah 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 like she's just dressed like a girl now would dress who likes vintage clothing and things that are vintage inspired. Like she's wearing a lot of like sweaters over collared shirts and like it's long skirts and things like that. Like nothing that looks out of place, 
but it does feed into this uh, throwback aesthetic you're going to get if you're covering something with a kid detective. Like kid detectives are locked into whatever time period it was when Encyclopedia Brown was being published. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, I, I, I think as much as it flips back and forth between those two things, as well as t- 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 turns some of the tropes on its head, it also very much starts out uh, when they introduce K- Caroline like a film noir, right? Where he, where uh, Abe walks into work and as he's about to walk in, his secretary is like, she's already yeah. inside. And you're just like, who? Like that, that is the mysterious, like, who is she? Yeah. Right? Uh, and, and then, yeah, it, it's her. And she's like, I want you to solve my boyfriend's murder, which is, exactly the kind of thing that you would you would see in a yeah. noir detective detective film um yeah just like it it's 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 so neat how it mixes those things because like when when you think about this this film i think this easily could have been a mess of of stuff yeah. of just like this doesn't fit together it doesn't really work uh they're trying to be too scooby-doo with this and it's not taking itself seriously or it's like or it's too serious and it's like yeah could have used a little but like it walks that line perfectly and and flips back and forth between them so well yeah, I I like the the tonal mix in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> and I like the the format of the jokes. I like just the patter of people talking back and forth to each other. Like at the beginning of the movie, his parents go to visit him, and he's been like, he's got cases that he takes, but they're like real small potatoes, and he's got a history of like drinking and like debt and things like that. And so his parents come to check on him. And his mom's yeah. like, have you had any cases lately? And he says, a gay guy paid me to find out if another guy was gay, <laughs> which is which is funny to me. I don't think it's the yeah. I don't think it's the gay part. That's the joke. I think it's the fact that it's something that you would wonder about another person just casually. And you think like, I'll you hire a detective to right? confirm yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, I had some guy paid me to find out if another guy was gay. And the mom's like, oh, was he? Yes. Oh, yes, he was. oh, that's nice. Like just this like <laughs> bouncy, like terse back and forth dialogue was good. I liked that pattern. Yeah. Or or, or the, 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 the the one uh, the other one that I liked is when the high school kid was like, my friend went to New York for the summer and said he played baseball with the Mets. It's like, yes, that's who his clientele <laughs> is. Like just some right. high school kid who was like, like this guy said this one thing and I just want to see if he's lying. Right. People are just hiring Abe to confirm or deny gossip. Yeah. <laughs> that's all um, he's good for nowadays. And he's like, are you sure you want me to take this case? And the kid's like, I'll give you 50 bucks. And then later we see him like he calls, he just looks at the phone the kid's book, mom. calls the boy's mom. Did your son play baseball for the Mets? No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so good. So good. But like that, I think also leads into another of the funnier aspects of the film. His parents. Abe's His parents. parents are great. <laughs> yeah. 
so Abe's parents were very much enablers when they were uh, when he was a a kid of just like oh geez you're so smart yeah you can do this you can do whatever you want you're you're gonna make Mm -hmm. it big and then he sticks with this detective thing and they see him taking on these cases that is like is this guy gay like did that guy play baseball with the Mets that one summer and it's just like son I think you need a real career (laughs) and so they're like He's like, but mom, I, 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 like, I got a like my first big case in a long time, and then there's this scene where he's with Caroline, like going out and like actually working the case, and they think they're being followed. Um, mm. When she's like, "Oh shit!" Like it's it's about to be a chase. Like we're like they they know we're we're on to, on to, to them and stuff like that. And then he he ends up like recognizing the car, and he's just like, "Oh shit!" And he no, he, he doesn't. Goes, no, he's he's like, "I'm gonna go back there. I'm gonna find out who this is." Caroline, wait oh, here, right, and Caroline right. parks by the curb, and he goes back there, and he like knocks on the window, like, "Who? Hey, what do you want?" And the window rolls down, and it's his parents who have been following him all day because they're worried about him, and they're like, "We borrowed your uncle's car. We didn't want you to know." Yeah, because like they were worried about you. Like we 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 just wanted to make sure you were actually working something, and you weren't like right. getting involved in something you shouldn't be. Yeah, um, you're not doing drugs, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like, like, no, this is embarrassing, mom. Jeez. Mm. <laughs> So funny. How dare you it's embarrass so me in front of the 16 year old? 16 year old that's dr- driving me around. Yeah. Right. I, I, one of the best sequences of the movie is when um, they're looking for evidence about the boyfriend, and Carolyn, Caroline is like, I have his old jacket in my locker. He gave it to me once when I was cold. And Abe's digging through the pockets, and he finds a bottle with these like almost cartoony looking big blue and white pills in it. Like I've, I'd, maybe those are pills that look like pills in real life. I don't know, but they, they, they're so big and bold that it feels like a little heightened, a little cartoony to me. It was a nice choice uh-huh. to whoever that prop designer was. And they find these, these drugs of some kind. They don't know what they are. And I forget if it's before or after, like they talk to these punk kids who actually explain what it is that Abe just takes one. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to see what this does. I'm going to pop one of these. And it turns out it's like a a drug that's supposed to increase your confidence. We never find out very much about this. Those punk kids could have been lying. It could have been a placebo. It could have been a a weird looking ibuprofen. Who knows? But he takes one of these drugs and he is this like this heightened like I'm gonna do this. I'm, 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 I'm on it. I'm on the game. I'm gonna solve this. The, the chase is on, Caroline. And like he the, the the finds out those punk kids lied to him about <laughs> right, right. He finds out the punk kids lied to him about something. He goes and he like beats them up, which he throws is, one of them into the river. <laughs> which, which shouldn't be funny. It is, you know, if you put it in writing, that's a 32-year-old man beating up just a bunch of high schoolers. But it's, 
I don't know, like he's going so absolutely hog wild on him. It's, it is comedic. And then he, he finds out that he has to go talk to this old school bully of his, like Clint Cunningham. And they have to mm-hmm. go to this tough looking biker bar where he, the Red Shoe Gang hangs out. Clint was the leader yeah, of the they, Red they Shoe Gang the, when we were in school. The Red Shoe Gang. <laughs> Right. Like he's got his own Bugs Meanie and like he storms into this bar. He has to go through this like bouncer who like you think is checking him for weapons, but he's checking him for peanut products because this it's like an important clue. Like the first case we see Abe solving is some kid asks him like somebody stole the baseball cards out of my desk. Nabe's like, well, what else was in your desk? Did they take anything else? And the kid rattles off like, I had some cool erasers and pictures of my bird. And I had like a Reese's cup and I had all this. But no, they only took the baseball cards. And Abe's like, oh, it was Clint. He's allergic to peanuts. That's why he didn't take the candy or anything else. (laughs) Any other kid would have taken the candy. It's like we've got that in our head already. And so he's being frisked by a bouncer to go like visit this old bully who supposedly is information. And the bully's just like. The, the bouncer's like, okay, remove that candy from your pocket. No peanut products. All right, go along, sir. And he goes down into like the bowels of this, <laughs> this biker bar into this basement so lair. And he's still like amped up from this drug. And he like kicks the door down. And he's like, we're going to talk about that boy. And the bully turns around and just says, no. <laughs> and then Abe's like, okay, all right, bye. Like every, like the music that's been playing cuts off. He like, completely dies down. He just turns tail and he leaves. Yep. Just completely <laughs> sobers up in that one moment. <laughs> I, it's a great sequence. I, and I love how open-ended it is. Like, like I said, like they don't follow up with this drug thing. We don't, well, we know some of it. I think we do find out that the, uh, the, whoever did that clint cunningham clive cunningham whatever his name was like he is part of some gang that does do some drug dealing and they give the drugs to the, the supplier for the boyfriend yeah. who yeah like they give the murdered. yeah like they give the drugs to the highest uh the kid with the highest grades in each class because they think the principal will never suspect them so they're like who's yep. all right who's valedictorian those are exclusively our drug dealers like you do find out more about it but still like what 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 were were those drugs really doing what those kids told abe they were doing yeah how much did this guy know about about the boyfriend i love that he just walks in and the guy's like no no we aren't talking about this no i'm not giving you any clues no this is not a scene and Abe's like okay it's not a scene sir goodbye (laughs) yeah it's it, it it has some funny moments like that but again i i wouldn't describe this as a comedy um like i i i don't think there were truly laugh out loud moments like there are some things you get a good chuckle at um but but yeah nothing that is like oh my god that was hilarious one world (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah like i i i appreciate that that whole aspect of of the whole thing because yeah the parents are hilarious that they just like we think you need a real career son (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah good stuff good stuff with that indeed uh let's see talked about the drugs and all of that stuff so well all right so here's another aspect of the case and also one of the funnier moments in that so Abe's detective or 
detecting style, I don't I don't know how to say that exactly, hasn't really matured. He he still does the like hijinks stuff that you would expect from like Scooby-Doo or some child detective uh, with the way they break into the school or the way he thinks they can they can break into the school. But this leads him to the best friend of the boyfriend that died and he is this kid that is very obviously has a crush on caroline and so he's the first suspect right of mm-hmm. like oh maybe he didn't like their relationship and so he murdered him and stuff like that so abe ends up sneaking back into their ha- house so he can like spy on them and like see he's just a thousand percent being a creep right of just like i'm gonna sneak back in i'm gonna go hide in the closet and watch them from the stuff but as he's trying to sneak out because nothing is happening and he's realizing that like okay this kid didn't do <laughs> anything he's just playing video mm-hmm. games like that's all you know um he ends up trying to sneak out while they're having dinner only to like have that be interrupted by the daughter who's who's younger being like i have to go use the bathroom so she runs upstairs abe has to go hide again but he hides in her closet and and he is he like he's he's almost going to be in there all night um but he ends up sneezing and so he gets caught <laughs> and, and just like here's this this 36 year old man who's hiding in the closet of some like 10 year old g- 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 girl and they they like it's in the p- paper that he like was was caught masturbating and right. he's just like, i wasn't i, I wasn't masturbating like right. it's, it's not it. what he, <laughs> Right, like it's this wonderful comedy of errors where he thinks, okay, I think this boy is up to something. So he's looking through his desk drawer. Like he finds some good clues and he hears the boy come in. He's like, okay, I'm going to hide in the closet. And then the boy sits down. Like he doesn't get up to anything. He's like, I'm just going to do homework and play Pong. (laughs) The game is Pong specifically, which is such a a great archaic choice and so he's stuck in the closet and right like he tries to escape so and then the, the daughter's coming back up the stairs and there he's, he tries to shove himself in another closet and he it's like a short you know compact little like hall linen Hallway closet, closet. that's not actually a closet fit. it's the like right yeah it's just like two doors in front of a small alcove with some shelves and he tries to fit himself in there and he can't. And then like the, the sister's coming up the stairs and he just like freezes and she walks right past him. That's very funny. And yeah, he winds up stuck in her closet and he's just sweating in there. He's like, oh, God, what, they, what's they, happened? They, they do the whole thing where she is this young girl who's like, mommy i'm scared i think i heard yeah. something in my closet right and she, they're just like oh, we're past this hun there's no monsters mm. in your closet there's nothing in your closet and you know, the whole time <laughs> there is <laughs> right like he is right. he is there and yeah he he sneezes and she's like completely traumatized <laughs> there's this <laughs> 36 girl. year old man just hiding oh, in and there I love that. <laughs> when she goes into her room she also opens up a computer sits down and plays pong. playing pong too yeah 
so like they they have some great comedic moments when you actually think about it um <laughs> but yeah it's just it's it's so it's yeah it's this is a like a surprisingly good film like i said it's it's solid um yeah i i think the script is pretty tight i like the the technical side of the film a lot i like how it's shot they choose these suburban streets they're rolling down it takes place during autumn the trees are like bright orange it's beautiful like I said, I I really admire how Caroline was costumed. I love how certain props were chosen. I love her car. I think this movie has great music choices. I love that True, uh, yeah. that Sugar Town song they play at the beginning and at the end. I like the slightly uh, kind of vintage, offbeat, kind of kooky music that's playing sometimes. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, they're it's almost like stock music like i don't want to like insult it i'm just saying that there's something so like simple and traditional about the music like it is exactly what it's supposed to be vintage 50s aesthetic where it it is this like pop it, it they are these pop songs but they're not like modern day pop it's the stuff that would have been pop popular uh like back in the 50s and 60s and 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 stuff like that um but it's yeah i think the only songs from back then or at least that i know of like they are more recent but they have that aesthetic yeah like they play some nancy sinatra songs in the movie which are Mm -hmm. from that era i think the only contemporary song they play is when he's like having his drug trip like at like the beginning of the third act where he's sort of given up on the case and like yeah. his roommates having a party and he just completely loses it. He's just <laughs> <laughs> snorting more of those drugs he got from the, the boyfriend's coat pocket. And then he wakes up. We don't know what happened to him. He just wakes up like nude in, in a, a pile of garbage. Right. And then he goes to like <laughs> his take a shower at Caroline's house. Like Caroline finds him. Yeah. I like that. She's like, I feel like I kind of need to watch out for this guy. I I don't think he has another friend who's going to be there for him. So let me like cook him breakfast and stuff like that. Yeah, which is which is I I, I think a good segue into kind of how this film ends and wraps up. The final scene is is Abe sitting down with his parents after them being like hey congratulations on like finally like on solving the case you were working on but also like solving the mystery of of this one that you thought had gotten away that you had been working on for 20 something years now and he just starts bawling like he just starts crying and it, it like it's it's kind of shocking. Like I, I didn't yes. really expect it to go into that or end with that scene. They don't say much about it, but it is, I think, powerful enough on its own that it's just yeah. like, man, this stuff has really t- taken its toll on 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 him. And I, I think that's partly why the way he is. Like he 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 is not the like 
grizzled, hard-boiled detective that, you know, is... is But he is, in his own way, doing those same things, right? Where he is... Yeah. Like, he doesn't really have any friends. He's drinking. He's doing mm. drugs. But it, it, like... Yeah, he's just, like, his life is a mess. And I, it's partly because this case has t- taken such a toll on 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 him and he just doesn't know what to do and now he finally has that like burden that was on him completely gone and i i'm sure it's a mixture of him like crying out of like happiness and relief as well as just like i like like this stuff is hard. Like I have to mm-hmm. deal with like murder and drugs and sex and all sorts of stuff. That it's like there's this like seedy underbelly to this town here that we have that seems like it's a perfect town. Um, and yeah, again, they don't say much on that, but it was this like, oh mm-hmm. shit, he's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's shocking to the audience and shocking to his parents who just like sit there like, Abe, are you okay? Like this movie doesn't even end with them like going to hug him and comfort I, him. Yeah. No, like he's crying and his parents are just staring at him with concern. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I, I think concerning is a good word because yeah, yeah. Like it is such a mix of things that. I I think I like my response would have been the same thing. It's like I don't know yeah. if I like do I need to comfort you? Mm-hmm. Do I not should, should I sit here? Do you need anything? Go to the store. <laughs> do, do, do you want me to stay? I I, I don't know here, you know? Like it's just like yeah. it, there's so much happening within that that it's just it's awkward to mm-hmm. deal with but you know that like wow, this has really affected you. Uh, in mm-hmm. ways that maybe you haven't talked about with anyone. Yeah, so. and the way the the case concludes, you know, he he confronts the principal. The principal confesses to everything yeah. and stabs himself right in front of Abe. And Abe's like so shaken after like he caught the culprit. Like he stopped the guy from doing anything that would hurt Caroline. And the man kills himself right in front of him. You know, he's just found out that he did these terrible things to his old friend, Gracie, and he's so shaken. Like, before he does anything else, he goes to the fridge to, like, get a beer or something. Like, that's how he's like, I need to decompress. And then he sees the grape sodas in the fridge, the grape sodas in the glass bottles that Gracie would always drink. And he looks out the window and there's this little shed in the man's backyard and he goes back there and Gracie's been he's been keeping her there the entire time. She He never killed her. She's been alive. And she's like so shaken and shocked looking you know it's not clear if she recognizes who abe is how she reacts to any of this yeah and it's it's what i don't to find out that instead of her being dead that she's been a prisoner for 20 years is like that's slightly hopeful and also much worse like i don't it's a lot of emotions to deal with and then like, you know, the second, the denouement of the movie, you know, before the crying scene is that Caroline comes to his office to talk about how she 
Oh, like she grew up believing that like, oh, her parents died in a skiing accident when she was a baby. And there's a scene where Abe's at her house and he sees a picture of them that's clearly like cut out from a sports magazine. And she's like, yeah, yeah. those were my parents. And he's like, boy, they sure were photogenic. And of course, he finds out like that stock there were no photos and stuff. like. There that. were yeah. no parents like her. Th- this older couple adopted her. And just lied and said she had parents that died in that accident. So she's found out these, you know, this is this dark origin to her life, and that you know her her caretakers have been lying to her to protect her to make her feel better, but still lying to her her whole life. Yeah. Like she's been through such a hard time. And Abe asks her, "Has Gracie reached out to you, her daughter?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it seems like from what the principal was saying that Gracie had an attachment to this baby and was very heartbroken when the principal was like, no, I'm taking her away. Like she's not staying here. I'm giving this baby up for adoption somewhere. You'll never see her again. And Abe's like, has she reached out to you? And then Caroline says, she's a child. <laughs> like yeah. you can imagine that Gracie's mind, maybe after all this trauma kind of stuck at like 14, you know, 14 or 15 when this happened to her, which would make her, younger than caroline is like you can maybe she does want to connect with her daughter maybe she doesn't maybe she's like i can't handle that right now maybe in a couple months i can do it yeah like this yeah this movie ends in such a a troubling way where like there are victories there are rays of hope but they're mired in so much other uh, trauma and disaster and like dark secrets and it's like well we are making progress. We're getting to a better future. But what an ordeal we've all had to go through to get there. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, something else that has nothing to do with what you just said. Yeah. So this is a terrible segue. Something else that I like <laughs> about this this uh, film, this is just, just a smaller detail, um, is that after... Gracie got kidnapped. The next secretary that we see that he has is just the complete opposite of her. She, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. She was this like b- bright ray of sunshine, just super talkative, had soda pop and all these colors and stuff like that. And the next one, we, 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 we the next one that we see is this like Wednesday Adams looking g- 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 yeah. g- g- girl, just in all black, like wants to deal with no one. Like when she answers the phone, she's just like, yeah. it's it's not like this is the abe apple bomb detective agency like how can we help you she's just like what do you want (laughs) right like she's still like she doesn't hate abe she's on his side but she yeah she's just kind of disinterested and surly (laughs) i think she when abe's gone for a while she throws a party in his office space it's just funny the dichotomies like in in mm-hmm. this yeah m- movie and yeah ag- again i mentioned it before but like i i think this film walks that line so well and it could have easily just not worked at at all because i think to to do a story like that yeah you you have to really really know what you're doing 
with 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 all of that stuff and it just it happened to work out perfectly mm. so, there you go yeah i like i liked this one a lot it's good yeah I'm, I'm glad you liked it i think it's always fun to go find a very tiny movie that not anybody's talking about yeah. very much shine a little light indeed. on it indeed uh do you have final thoughts on the film oh i, I liked it i recommend it like it's yeah. it's 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 a neat movie to look at like as dark as it can be it also has some lighter moments it has some it's just sequences or that's one mistake after another like the chase through the closets and like the scene where he's on drugs and i like how it looks i like how it's shot and you know the the sets and the costumes and everything that they pick it's excellently cast like <laughs> the performers yeah. do a great job like the the girl is playing um caroline her name is uh sophie nelise nelese not exactly sure wonderful job Absolutely. She's so compelling. Absolutely. Uh, Melissa, I think it is mm -hmm. time for us to get into our bingo segment. Oh, here. right. We're doing bingo and then we're doing recommendations. That's right. Yeah. So uh, here on the review show, we've been starting something new. Uh, we started it this past week. Uh, so this is our second week that we are doing doing it but in the background of us watching all these movies from week to week or reading these comics that we we do we thought we'd play some movie like movie trope bingo or like entertainment trope bingo uh so melissa and i made a bunch of uh tropes and we made a bunch of bingo or we made ourselves bingo cards were in these uh so melissa did you have any of your spots filled in uh yeah this, uh, i am able button? to cross off prodigy and conspiracy board and um oh i know they visited a kid whose mom was like making cupcakes but i think i've yet to cross off mom in an apron Hmm. Okay. Uh let's see. Yeah, I, I I have mom in apron on mine as well, but I don't think that one really works. Uh I how do you feel about detective who makes the case personal? I I I don't know if this one fits. It it is a mm -hmm. personal case for him, but I don't feel I don't I, I didn't feel like there was a scene that was like like no. I'm taking this one, right? Or, right. or, or like, I'm, I I'm feel making like this personal. For us to uh, cross that off, I feel like it's a situation where, like, the case is not actually connected to anything in the detective's personal life, but they're too. like, like, this kid has nothing to do with my kid, but I look at this kid who's been kidnapped, and I'm like, it's my boy. This is like yeah. what happened to my boy. I'll avenge him. But I do have two of them that I think we could Ooh. cross off here. Character who gets stuck with a kid. Like he's he's a 36-year-old oh. who gets stuck with this 16-year-old no. who is like. No, he's with not him. stuck with her. She hires him. He agrees to take the case. 
and she is like a a, a mature, self-sufficient young lady who drives him right, around all right, all and right. who he really doesn't have to do anything to take care of. All right. Last but not least, I think this one barely passes, but titties. There is one scene okay, where yeah. we do see the Polaroid of the oh, girl that he was having an affair. And she's <laughs> topless and has on this like yeah. tiger mask. So right. we saw also, some that, titties. <laughs> that girl was great. <laughs> to find out that her and this old boyfriend, like th- this dead boyfriend, hadn't like they weren't really having an affair. Like I think according to this other kid, they did hand stuff. But mostly it's like they had... <laughs> Like they had deep conversations. Like they did, it was like they liked each other's souls. I liked what a I mean, I guess it counts as an affair, but what what an interesting atypical choice to, to put in the slot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they are high school students after <laughs> all. You have to keep that in mind. I'm assuming yeah. she was older with the fact that they she had a naked pick and they showed it. Um, yeah yeah and she's like sitting in her basement smoking it seems like maybe she is like a couple years older than caroline and her boyfriend were also i love that she has the word paul written across her head and abe's like who's paul and she's like i don't know some guy but he gave me 50 bucks to write this on my head and keep it on here all week (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh yeah so i think that is the only one that i can mark off on mm. this one here so making some progress yeah no bingo yet so, mm. there we go there we go uh now that we've gotten that out of the way melissa do you have recommendations if people liked this movie what else might they like <laughs> you know what adam brody's performance really reminded me of was uh Hugh Dancy in Hannibal. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. <laughs> right. Like he's got like he's got the same visual look, like the like curly, unkempt hair, the like unshaven scruff. He's wearing like a flannel shirt and a blazer, and he's just <laughs> just out there being absolutely broken, but trying to hold himself together long enough to solve a grisly crime. Hannibal is much darker though. Oh, absolutely. So much more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the, the, that uh, that is I a recommend, good show, though. Mm, I recommend Hannibal. I recommend the one episode of The Venture Brothers where Rusty goes to a support group for other boy adventurers who are now grown up. So it's like a Johnny Quest type. And there is there are these like Hardy Brothers types who clearly uh-huh. murdered their dad and like one of them's guilty and the other one's like, no, I'm not ashamed. But he's like trying to keep the other one quiet. Like, no, and we had nothing. To, we just found dad dead in the pool. We were out at a movie the whole night, weren't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. I recommend those. And then something else this kind of reminded me of is that. I think last year, year before, we read a comic book called Spencer and Locke, which is uh, what if Calvin and Hobbes, you know them, (laughs) what if they had grown up to become hard boiled detectives? And so it's just all of these characters and all of these trappings and tropes of Calvin and Hobbes, but you kind of twisted and renamed. And what if it was a hard boiled crime story? It's dark, but it's 
Oh, it's an interesting story and is a, a weird but take. loving homage to, to Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah. 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 It was good. I, I enjoyed that one a lot. Um, let's see. So recommendations. Uh, we mentioned Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated at the start. Mm, we yeah. have covered that here on the review show. I actually don't remember what number it is. Melissa, would you mind looking Lo- that up while I, th- I do more of the... <laughs> That one was a long time ago. That was it in was, uh, 2018. Was a good one. If 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 you want more of the like kid detective hijinks and stuff, but that one actually has a bit more of a like overarching storyline to it, which makes it a little bit more maybe like teen centric and stuff like that. So I would I would absolutely check that one out. Uh, I haven't found that one yet, but Spencer and Locke was episode 52. I think okay. Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated was somewhere in the 20s. Gotcha. Um, and then I, I also mentioned Detective Conan. That is a manga and I- I- anime. Uh, you can watch. It's a super, super long running show. Um, and there is an overarching plot, but it's one of those sh- shows where they like never really deal with it right like maybe every Mm. like once a season they'll like drop some clue that leads to nowhere uh but they are these little mysteries that you can solve from episode to episode um let's see i i just had one that was uh Oh, you know what? I I I'm going to recommend iZombie. Um, oh, because it is a crime show uh, based off of a comic. It's not a child detective stuff, but it is this mix of like there is that whimsical stuff going on in iZombie, as well as there actually are some good like crime ca- cases. So if if you like the more like uh crime of the week cable tv show style stuff it has that but it's also like the main detective is a zombie and she eats people's brains but when she does she like takes on the personalities and character traits of the people that she's, she's eaten um so you get to see 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 her like be a valley girl and then be a cowboy and then be this and then be that and it's just like this is fun um so yeah i would recommend that as well um oh riverdale is gonna be the Uh, last thing that i recommend uh i love riverdale i think it's hot garbage um it is not necessarily a great show but it is so entertaining to watch and it does that same thing where it like it's taking this comic that is lighthearted and whimsical and like everyone kind of has these like fond memories of but then they're like modernizing it and updating it and making it much more dramatic and darker than it was there and season one is kind of like this murder mystery thing there so mm-hmm. go check out Riverdale. Yeah. I, I like that show a lot so yeah i've watched like 
the first 10 or 12 episodes of Riverdale haven't finished that season. Eventually I will, but it's uh, it is nonsense, but it is entertaining. And it also does have some. You don't even know. I I know. I know. I'm getting like (laughs) I'm getting like nonsense light. I'm getting like diet nonsense having only come that far. But it is also a, a decent mystery and the show is like very moody and atmospheric and absolutely uh, kind of a thriller sometimes and it's eerie sometimes yeah it's yeah into I, I, that, I, like I, twin peaks aesthetic yes. aesthetic mm. that. twin peaks but neon yeah yeah what it is and hot teens if if that's your thing <laughs> um but yeah, I think that that the, 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 those would be my recommendations. If you liked this, go check that out. Um, let's see, let's see. So next week, yes, next week we are starting our next end of the month special. Uh, we wrapped up Halt and Catch Fire last mm-hmm. month. Uh, so this month we are starting something new, and we'd like you guys to join along. Uh, at the end of each month, for the next three months, we will be covering the German Netflix show called Dark. Uh, it's available on Netflix here in the United States. Um, and it is a time travel show. Uh, and it is very dark. It's very moody. Uh, the cinematography in this is beautiful it's very slow and crook and creeping but it is dense uh in in ter- in terms of like how they explain all the time travel and and stuff like that you have to really be paying attention um and i've i've seen the entirety of this show yet melissa has not um but i really enjoy this because we are both big fans of lost and this yeah. show really reminded me of that in the like secrets and mysteries that are in this mm. show. Um, it's wild. And all of the like multiple timelines that's happening and like, oh, you see this person when they're back here. And oh, my God, they met this guy and they didn't even know it. And like all of this stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so it really reminded me of the mysteries and stuff that you, you saw in Lost. Uh, but it it. It also kind of has almost a Stranger Things vibe. Mm. I think Stranger Things is maybe a little more lighthearted. Yeah, and it's than this and is more child based. Like, let's focus on a group of kids, whereas (laughs) this has a group of kids. But that's not all it focuses on. Yeah, and it's we got a, a group of adults, and then we do have a group of uh, surly teenagers, and there's <laughs> with like two or three like fourth graders scattered in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. This is a wild, wild time tr- travel show. I absolutely adore this show. I think it is great. Uh, it's three seasons, and that's it. The show is completely done. Uh, so like I mentioned, we will be covering it for the next three months uh, here on the review show at the end of each month. Next week, mm-hmm. season one of Dark. That is what we will be covering here on the review show. Um, but for the week after that, 
Yes. If everything goes according to plan, uh, we will have Alan Busby on the show. Um, He has pitched some things uh, for us for the week after that. One of them we're unfortunately not able to use, uh, and he hasn't fully confirmed if he's going to be on the show yet. So here's what we'll do. Let's say you and I can go ahead and pick from his remaining two of what we uh-huh. want to, to, to do. And if things go awry, then I'll, I, I can just pick something else this next week. Um, well, here's uh, out of the two things he pitched, one of them is something <clears throat> I definitely want to do, but he only gave us the title. And I know that this title is both an anime and a manga, and he didn't specify which one we would do and how much of it we would do. I'm like, I, I don't it's know how the long. Anime? Uh, because I, yeah, I, I and like, I don't it was new to Netflix. Yeah. Like, I'd like to do this thing, but <laughs> I don't know, like. Is it all done? Is it all? Where can I find it? How many episodes is that? I'm okay if we don't dis- decide right now. I've stated what I would like to cover, but I can wait to confirm until we have further details. Let's see here. Uh, a Netflix or- original net animation. Okay, interesting. Uh, second part of the anime has been announced. It looks like it's short. It says five episodes. Huh. For the, the one that we're... We, we haven't mentioned it yet, but... Um, yes, season one is only five episodes. I don't know how long they are. I'm assuming half an hour, but it also says mm-hmm. net animation, so... I don't know if that means they're like 15 minutes long each. Yeah, it's I don't know. We'll have, to, we'll have to look into it. That. We'll look into into that, but let's at least state what these other two uh, or, or what these two options were. So uh, pitch number one was Jojo's Bizarre Adventure season one. Um, and uh, the next pitch was Way of the House Husband, which is the one that we were just t- talking about, which is only five episodes long. It's probably going to be one of those. Yeah, we'll see. Is what we're going to be doing. So, um, yeah, I I guess we will report back this next week uh, Mm -hmm. with with what we end up doing. Yeah, I think that about wraps us up for this week. Don't don't miss out on Dark, guys. It's a great show. Please go watch it. It's so good. It's in German. It is a German yeah. show, but they do have an English dub if you really want to oh. watch it that way. But I don't recommend it. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just me. But um, yeah, it's it's good. I like it so far. It is what the title says. It's very dark. I think there are zero jokes it in it. Very dark. Yeah, there's not really <laughs> very many funny moments in there. Um, so the last thing I will mention about dark is that technically we've covered it before here at the whatnots a long time ago on the whatnots podcast which is like the first version of what is this podcast now uh me and our 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 old co-creator 
Paul um, covered season one of this sh- show back when that was all that there was of of the show and it since then has consistently been like one of our highest performing youtube videos uh so i would love to sit down and talk about this entire show with someone so Mm -hmm. i'm excited to to get to talk about this with you melissa because it's it's a really damn good show so yeah good stuff good stuff good stuff indeed melissa where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Wilkywit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, where me and my brother Jams talk about a weird old kids show you feel like only you remember. Go. You guys want to stay up to date with me? I'm at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. If you guys want to uh, be in the know with all of the stuff that we do here at the Whatnots, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter. So go like, share, subscribe, do all of that stuff. Uh, but I believe that is about it. So we will see you all next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>